0: What's up and welcome to this week's episode of the kick it out podcast. I'm Devin Shaw. I'm here with Terry Samaras. Say what's up, bro? Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, excuse my voice a bit. I'm 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 playing sick. You know, I'm playing hurt here. I'm a little under the weather. Constantly
1: right? under the weather.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not the healthiest man, <laughs> but I'm, we got to get the pot out. So I'm here. This is I'm true. Here. I'm, I'm sniffling and whatnot. But before we get into the Celtics, because this is primarily a Celtics podcast, sure we try. have to talk about what's happening around the NBA really quickly. And we need to start with old Celtic and now new Celtic villain, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, three games or four games into the season, already going fucking crazy. It has come out that the Brooklyn Nets, via Jackie McMullen's new story, Jackie McMullen, the Hall of Fame sports reporter,
1: For the Boston Celtics as well. I mean, she's primarily. She was a
0: Globe writer, but a Globe writer back when the Globe was the most incredible newspaper. I mean, she was writing under Bob Ryan. I think they had like four Pulitzer Prize winners, sports journalists. I mean,
1: she's at ESPN now, ESPN Boston primarily still. Yeah,
0: well, that's because newspapers have. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. But I think at one point, just an aside, the Boston Globe had five Hall of Famers Mm -hmm. writing for their respective sport. You know, not at at the time, but I mean, I love the newspaper, Terry. This is true. Anyway. Who doesn't? Yeah. So Kyrie is already concerning the Brooklyn Nets front office with his standoffish in Kind of a uh, bizarre behavior. Yeah. Apparently, while he was in China, he stopped communicating with his teammates and fellow Brooklyn Nets employees. Yeah. And then, during the team photo in China, he refused to take off his hat. And then... When he was back in the United States playing basketball, he refuses to let cameramen take a photo of him before the game. What in the hell is wrong with this guy?
1: I, you know, Kyrie always had his quirks. I mean, I you didn't I didn't really realize them until he was on the Boston Celtics. Obviously, uh, we we spent most of last year defending the guy. I mean, yeah. it was exhausting defending every single sound clip that came out about him. I mean, most of them were, you know, they're just. They're just like some pseudo-intellectual type of nonsense that he kind of just spews out. He just tries to be a,
0: a renaissance,
1: man. A, yeah, renaissance. yeah, exactly. And um, now, I mean, like you said, three, three games into the net season, I mean, I'm not going to knock his basketball ability because he's actually one of the best basketball players in the league. He's an absolute elite scorer um great playmaker what's he averaging 37 a game right now dropped 50 game 1 and missed one what would have been one of the best all-time buzzer beaters of all time doing a nba street slip and slide move <laughs> as time ran out one of the mo- it would have been unbelievable had he hit it but yeah. his off the court antics uh they got to be worrying um right now i think they're one and two to start the season yeah um he's, he's be- already
0: like demonstrably demonstratively like arguing with his teammates on the court. Mm -hmm. Visibly their bench which was known as being an electric fun bench to watch during the games is now timid. It's almost like they're afraid to be themselves around Kyrie. Mm -hmm. I mean is having an elite skilled player worth fucking torpedoing your culture as a team? Because we saw it last year, and it didn't work. And then you would hope that he would rein himself in the KD for KD. KD's not playing this year, and KD came out and said in this article that Kyrie's essentially like an artist, and he's going to be moody, and he's going to need to be by himself, and we just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you, I think that's what it is. I think I, I know KD said that. But I think when the time comes, when he actually gets back on the basketball court, they're going to be they're going to be best of friends. They're going to be communicating. They're going to be working off of each other. I think just it didn't work with the Celtics last year because there were such young guys who they need. Well, yeah, they needed to
0: establish themselves to get paid.
1: Right. And they were they took it all the way to the Eastern Conference finals without him. So in these young guys heads, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they thought they were better, not better, but just as good without Kyrie Irving. So when Kyrie got. You know, in his one of his moods, like they kind of just brushed it off, and they were just like, "Well, you know what, bud? Like we were pretty good without you." Yeah, so it's like, fuck this guy is a weirdo. That too, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think when KD comes back next year, I think I think Kyrie will rein it in because I think he will realize that winning is more important than um, maybe doing what he does. I don't know, but I think this year will be. Well, I'm not going to say hectic, but this is just something Nets fans. Uh, are, and the players are just going to have to deal with uh, for the next year because I think he is going to be a moody little guy. Um, he'll get his numbers. Um. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, look, the people that were saying the Nets were going to be a top five seed and they were possibly better than the Celtics were fucking lunatics. Mm-hmm. They didn't see what happened last year. I mean, the Nets are filled with young players too, young, yeah. skilled players. It's not like they're— Un- Unproven st- too. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they really are a young team similar to the Celtics. Their team is actually, was, in my opinion, one of the top five young rosters in the NBA. It's mm-hmm. so similar to the Celtics right now. And the only thing they have coming is a 32, maybe 33-year-old KD coming off a friggin' Achilles injury. Uh-huh. We don't even know if he's going to be good anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. He might and, need that year to get back to where he was. Yeah,
0: and uh, you're paying a dude 40 million to pretty much, uh, my guess would be, to be mediocre for two years. Mm-hmm. One year not play, the next year try to find his skill again, and who knows if he'll ever be the same. And on top of that, you got this lunatic. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I mean, the shit he does is so weird. It's not like a cent- like some eccentricities. Yeah. This guy... Is straight up. I don't know if he's weird because he wants to look like some kind of. uh I wouldn't be shocked if he's do it's like some kind of performance art to make him look like some kind <laughs> of Shia LaBeouf type stuff. Yeah, like he's he's you know walking Phoenix on Letterman, like he's just <laughs> trying to look weird to make himself look like a a, a tortured genius right. artist. Yeah, okay. You know, there's something up. I mean, my guess is he needs to be on mood stabilizers. But regardless. <laughs> He acts like a weirdo, and he—you can already visibly see it affecting the Nets roster. They will not be good this year. They may sneak into the playoffs. I just don't see it happening mm-hmm. unless he starts being a good dude again, mm-hmm. which I don't see. Like maybe he'll—he'll he'll be have a manic episode and be normal for three weeks, and they go on a, a tear. But yeah. I just don't see it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what I'll be the—I'll be
1: the first to. I haven't watched too many Nets game. I don't know if he's making his teammates better, really. I don't know, like, assist-wise, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's doing really well. He's I mean, on really the court, well.
0: he's, you know, his... His his game is next yeah. level. Gotcha. Oh, I mean, no, he's also, he's hyper-efficient. He's kind mm. of playing like he was under Brad in the sense that he's facilitating. You know, he's not turning the ball over a lot, except when he tries to do, you know, barrel rolls with the basketball, yet somehow he still kept it under control. And
1: he got the shot off, like, open. It was, it was nuts.
0: Yeah, he should have hit the shot, he frankly. Have, yeah. I mean, he choked. Yeah. I mean, it was have been point filthy, game. <laughs> A 50-point game. But I think he hits that shot normally eight out of ten times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I also don't like the guy, so I'm going to rip him.
1: For sure. And, yeah, as a Celtic, you, you don't want to see him doing well. No offense. I mean, the guy left us. But I think it was for the best on both parties. I mean – He clearly wasn't happy here last year. He wanted to go home, in quotation marks. I mean, that's where he's from, right? New York? Yeah, Jersey. He's from Jersey. He's from Jersey. So, you know what? Good riddance. Quasi-home now. Yeah, right. Good luck out there. We'll always have your commercial where you said you wanted to put your jersey up in the Boston rafters and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think it worked out for both sides.
0: Yeah, and he wants to make Brooklyn the king of New York, and then he has his first home game. He gets the shit boot out of him at the free throw line. That's so funny. Good. <laughs> what good luck, Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, I, the only thing I like about you guys is your biggie jersey. So things are dope. <laughs> yeah, those things are really nice. Otherwise, I don't like you, and you have some weird dudes on your roster. That's for sure. And actually, one last thing mm-hmm. them, those two, forcing the Nets to bring DeAndre Jordan onto oh, that man. roster to sacrifice minutes for Jared Allen is borderline criminal. Mm-hmm. That guy should be starting in the NBA. But you have to appease these these two mega stars, mm-hmm. and one of which is already ruining your team. Anyway, I'm done with that. Lakers.
1: Um, yeah, you know what? We had them as a sixth seed, I think, in our predictions uh, episode for the West. They yeah. look pretty good. Uh, Anthony Davis just uh, put a whoop in. On who was it? Who they play last night? Oh, uh, uh, shit. Tar- Memphis. Memphis? Memphis. They played Memphis in Memphis, and Anthony Davis dropped a casual 40 and 20. In three quarters. In three quarters. Let me just say, though, 26 of those points came from the free throw line or something, or at least yeah, the, or 26 yeah. free throw attempts. Um, I'm not sure if it was free throws made or free throw attempts, but, I mean, you know, 14 points scored without getting fouled, that's not amazing, but... To get 40 and 20 is obviously really good, and I think that kind of solidifies him as the top dog in L.A. And if you are going to be a a contender with the Lakers, Anthony Davis needs to be your best player. I mean, it wouldn't hurt if LeBron was your best player, but LeBron can't handle that type of load like he has his entire career. He's, what, 34
0: He's he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore. Exactly, that's for sure.
1: and Davis is in his prime. So uh, Davis should be the best player on the Lakers, and that's what they're doing right now. Uh, it seems like they're actually getting some uh, they're clicking a little bit on offense. I know they're going to start taking some time off uh, with load management, but uh, through these ten games, I think we're really going to see what these Lakers are all about. I can see them winning you know seven or eight of them to be honest. Winning what seven uh, out of the first ten games? I see oh. them winning like seven or eight out of those first ten
0: here's the to me in my opinion here was the key part of this entire story when you read the headlines and you watch davis on the sideline they're saying oh he scored 40 points and 20 rebounds mm-hmm. while his shoulder hurt keyword shoulder hurt he's an injury waiting to happen true yeah so the lakers I still think are going to be they look great when they're playing together mm-hmm. but what's this what's the realistic expectation for games that anthony davis plays in a full season
1: i mean you could say that about any huge player on i know but he's team. always hurt is he i yeah. thought he was hamming it up a little bit last year just so he didn't have to play Yeah, but the, the year
0: before and the year before that right, and the that's year true. before that i mean i i just don't see him my guess he'll play pop, top 62 games gotcha Something will happen. Sprained yeah. ankle. And yeah. all this load management shit, if they're healthy in the playoffs and they're playing like this, they'll make it to the conference finals. They'll make some noise. Yeah, but LeBron was hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Again, my guess they were is they team. sat him at the end of the season to recover and also get a better draft pick. I totally understand that. I get that, too. I don't know. Did he look dominant?
1: Who, LeBron? No, I'm uh, saying did Davis? Anthony
0: Davis? Yeah. He he did. He looked great, uh, but twenty six free throws is like more than the Celtics take in an entire game. <laughs> Two games. These guys. I mean, now granted, our line. center is six foot six, <laughs> and <laughs> Anthony Davis is seven one and a freak of nature. But still, I just, I don't know. I don't. I I just don't see it completely with the Lakers, just because I don't trust the health of both of them. So that's fair. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna win some games. I'm I'm not doubting that, but I don't think they're. I don't know if they can compete with the real big guns in LA mm-hmm. Well, the one big gun in LA and then the rest of the West. There are better teams. Anyway, topic three, Phoenix Suns and former number one overall pick in a draft that is looking better and better by the day got popped 20 for 25 games yeah. for taking diet pills. Yeah. What's your opinion on this, Terry? You know, it's weird. Uh you were you were talking off
1: air with me a little bit earlier that he looked um unbelievable during the off season. Apparently he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Um I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing for a center to be honest. I mean he you don't was, want him to He game. was
0: he was pudgy. He was a little <laughs> gotcha. pudgy.
1: Okay. So I apparently he lost a lot of weight in the off season and uh um but yeah, I mean the Suns, you know, they've been one of the worst franchises in the in the in the league since what, Raja Bell? And uh, Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. oh, yeah, so Fun uh, team. and uh, st- uh, who's the coach, Dantoni? So, yeah, um, you know, th- it's hard to, it's it stinks for them to get the number one pick two years ago, and now he's getting popped for 25 games. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt his reputation down the line, you know, it. if no. it, it, I don't know if it like are dietary pills, st- like are they steroids essentially, or is it steroids? I don't well, know. Well, so is it a tainted supplement?
0: I don't know. So my typical, if this were baseball, it would be looked at immediately as a masking agent. Yeah, it's like when Manny got popped for taking uh, breast, you know, breast boosters mm-hmm. and shit. He was taking estrogen pills. Like there are meds that are like that. There are hormone meds that help you. I, f- I forget the name. If it's like GHB or something that is essentially an estrogen thing that helps you lose weight. They do it on, like, the Awaken 180 diet. Uh, But I don't know what the exact weight loss diuretic that Aiton got popped for. Right. My guess is it would be something along those lines. I just find it funny that the big news going into the Sun season was how thin and how great Aiton looks. And then he gets popped for taking weight loss meds. I don't know and it's 25 games seems fucking rough it does it does for trying to get thinner I mean why can't you take a diuretic I don't get and other than they think it's a masking agent I don't see the point yeah I think there are probably a lot of basketball players that are on performance enhancing drugs they just don't test for it really. yeah yeah I was actually shocked that somebody got suspended. I didn't know they tested for this. Right.
1: Right. That's very true. I I don't know how the testing works for the NBA.
0: I mean, everybody gets smokes weed constantly. Yeah. So they clearly don't test for that. I was shocked that somebody failed like a performance enhancing drug test. That blew my mind. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you saw the picture of uh, the Celtics going to watch the new Terminator movie, like 12 out of the 15 players were super high. (laughs) I saw a funny caption.
0: (laughs) When you take a walk before Thanksgiving yeah, dinner, with that, your, with your yeah, cousin yeah, down the yeah. street. I forgot. Who, <laughs> I, th- I think it was the dude from Barstool. That's I, funny. I had a I had a great laugh on that one, but it. I mean, that reminded me of early high school years. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. was that was my pre Gears of War kind of weekly. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, activities. But no,
1: I mean, back to the Suns real quick. It does stink because. Constantly, they are try- not trying to make the jump. But they're just trying to improve year to year. And they have Devin Booker, and now they have DeAndre Ayton, and now it's a twenty-five uh, day or twenty-five game suspension. Yeah, that's I gonna mean their hinder. season sunk. I know after exactly. That. And then even when he comes back, it's like now we have to start like it's the first game of the year again. So they're just behind schedule again. They're probably going to finish as a top. Uh, I'm sorry, the bottom three in the West yeah. again. So it does, it's unfortunate for the Suns. You, you really. Do hope that they they turn it around one of these years, and I, I, I eventually they will. But this is it. Just thinks that it has to happen to them again.
0: But let's be real: the Suns have no one but the Suns to blame because they keep fucking up the draft. Last year, would you say DeAndre Ayton's the best player to come out of that draft? Because I can think of three that I'd rather have. Who are the next Luca? Luca, yeah. Trey Trey Young. Trey Young, yeah. Marvin Bagley's playing well. Is he? Yeah. I mean, I would not take DeAndre it's, eight and one. it's tough, because especially considering the coach they hired was Luca's European coach. Uh, yeah. I don't understand why they didn't draft luca that's
1: true
0: i don't I didn't get that yeah, and then they drafted fucking Josh Jackson, who sucks mm-hmm. and then they drafted dragon Bender mm-hmm. I mean they've been throwing away lottery picks, yeah, so this team should be loaded if they had drafted properly, so. The the player formerly known as Fat DeAndre got Mm. popped for diuretics. You know, I feel bad for DeAndre because I think that's stupid. But I do not have pity for the Suns. Yeah, If they had ever drafted well, they would not be in this situation. That's fair. Anyway.
1: All right. Uh, We'll go to our uh, new segment here. Uh, It's called Pretenders or Contenders. So I'm going to throw Devin... Six different teams, three from each division or three from each conference. Excuse me, and uh, I want you to tell me if they're a uh, pretender or a contender. I know this is super creative. And yeah, no other uh, podcast we or radio show are <laughs> innovating the
0: <laughs> podcast genre with this kind of segment.
1: Uh, so we'll start with the East. Um, who do you? Where do you think the Heat will end up by the end of the year? Are they a pretender or a contender? They are currently three and
0: one. I believe I had them as my five seed in our our uh, preseason rankings. Uh, I think they're going to be possibly higher than that. Okay. I had the Pacers as a four seed mm-hmm. and Oladipo not coming back until January really fucks them. So I have the heat minimum four seed.
1: Yes. Um, you're absolutely right about that.
0: Yeah. Their roster is better than I thought. Um, I mean, I told you before Tyler Harrow was probably my sleeper pick for rookie of the year, and my dude dropped nineteen. That was twenty nine. Quarter? Oh,
1: nineteen and a quarter. My goodness.
0: Yeah, I mean Tyler Hero gets hot. Yeah, and he can shoot, and he can. He, he already broke one dude's ankles. I mean, he is already looking like the steal of the draft. Yeah, and I know for a fact the Celtics wanted to pick him, and he went one pick before, and it hurts my soul. Mm-hmm deep in my bones that that happened but the heat's the heat's real jimmy butler's good i'd give him two more years of prime basketball yeah then this is tyler hero's team yeah
1: i one of the best coaches in the nba eric spolstra obviously. yeah did
0: you see the video of him going fucking crazy no, at the refs? Didn't. he literally pointed at every ref and was screaming at That's them amazing. essentially you messed up you messed up you messed up and he just made sure they all knew they That's all awesome. sucked not just one of them all three sucked yeah so, Heat, uh, contender.
1: I like it. Uh, what about the Atlanta Hawks? Currently 2-2. Two and two. Pretender. Trey Young went down with a mild, it seemed mild, uh, ankle injury. You know, ankle injuries happen all the time in the NBA. Yeah. Apparently, he could have played if he wanted to uh, after it kind of healed up during the game, but they kept him out as a precaution.
0: Yeah, he got an X-ray and an MRI. So, you, you're thinking they're a Pretender. Yeah, and
1: you were just talking about how how, how much you love Trey Young. Yeah, that doesn't. Am-
0: yeah, I mean, I like their roster. I like Cam Reddish. I like Collins. Mm-hmm. I like Trey Young.
1: Do you think they can? St-
0: I mean, yeah, I guess when with Could the they cons- sneak into like the eight seed in the East. Right. 80s? Okay. Maybe I think in the preseason uh, pow- uh, podcast I said that I thought they would contend possibly with the Magic for the eight seed. Mm-hmm. So if that's considered a contender, then I guess they're a contender. But I, you know, Trey Young looks dominant right now. I don't know if that he can does. last because he's just so small. Yeah, that's very true, too. But if if a contender means for the Atlanta Hawks the eighth seed, then possibly.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I guess we should specify what a contender is. Uh, I guess a contender would be someone you can think going to the uh, Eastern or Western. I don't want to say conference finals, but maybe semifinals. the semifinals. Yeah, we'll say the semifinals yeah. after the first round. So, yeah, I agree with that on the Heat. I think they can get to the second round of the playoffs. And, yeah, the Hawks, they're still so young. They have a lot of talent. But, uh, you know, I just don't think it's all there yet. I don't even know who their coach is. I'm not, uh, full um, – full. Uh, is it Budenholzer? Yeah, I believe oh, so. okay. I mean, he's a pretty I mean, good coach. They
0: have, they have a good they have a good team. Uh, I just – I don't know if it's – I don't know if they're – you know, they're definitely not going to win a playoff series. No, no. And if – if Trey Young's down for any period of time, they're pretty much screwed. Yeah. Um, but I think I I'm going to say pretender regardless because I just don't think they have any. I mean, they got smoked by the Heat. That's fair. So two and two for the Hawks. Though they're not going to be. They're they're they may be at the tail end of the lottery, and for them, that's an improvement.
1: I agree. All right. What about the Toronto Raptors? Currently pretender. 3-1. Pretender. Explain.
0: Uh, I don't think they have a very talented roster. Okay. I mean, we saw them firsthand. The Celtics, again, couldn't shoot, and they still beat them. Mm -hmm. Pascal, well, Jalen had a great game. Yeah. And Gordon wasn't assertive enough again, but Tatum took too many shots. Kemba wasn't really hitting shots. He hasn't really played like Kemba until the Knicks game, but the Celtics still beat them. And everybody's like, oh, well, that means the they're on the same page or they're similar teams. That that means that the Celtics make shots and they, they roll them. Mm-hmm. Siakam is better than I thought, but he's not going five for five from three. He's not a 40-something percent three-point shooter, in my opinion. So they're going as far as he can take them because mm-hmm. I don't think Kyle Lowry – is good enough to take a team by himself to the playoffs. Right. I don't think he ever was. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would say he's a third option on a good team. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say that because he was the second option on a championship team last year. Yeah. But that's special circumstance, playoff Kawhi. Yeah. Best player in the Willed NBA. that team. Got the, the most f- out of yeah. everyone. I mean, that dude was insane in the playoffs. So, I think that's a rare circumstance where one player literally won a title mm-hmm. so I don't think Toronto is as good as everyone says Siakam, there's zero chance that he maintains this torrid pace he's on yeah
1: he's been he's looked really good,
0: yeah, but that's not gonna that's not gonna keep happening sure
1: I mean he's an interesting looking player i mean what is he like six ten six eight six nine uh, he can dribble. Uh, I think he's bigger than that. He can dribble. He can go to the hoop. Uh, his mid-range game isn't amazing, but he could hit the three. I know you just said he can't go four for four, but from what I've seen from him this year, he's pretty streaky. Like, if he's feeling it, he's not afraid to throw it up. Oh, uh, for sure. So, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I going back to our preseason rankings of the teams, I think I'm going to have to remove the Pacers from the playoffs as of right now <laughs> and put uh, Toronto in that, like, seven or eight seed. Okay,
0: Siakam see, nine. you were right. Okay. So, I mean, he
1: definitely has uh, the—he passes the eye test, so—
0: Oh, I mean, the dude's having an insane season right now. I mean, he's averaging twenty seven and a half. Mm -hmm. His shooting percentage is incredible, but I I don't know. You guys not seeing it? No, I see it. I just don't know if I will see it all season. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, people go on hot streaks. True. Kemba's not a a 30% shooter either. Right. Things have a way of evening out.
1: That's fair. Uh, all right, let's go over to the West uh, Western Conference. Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors. Currently one and two, yikes!
0: Bad they, losses. They too. look brutal.
1: Losses to the Thunder. I mean, bad. Not,
0: not just losses, like Ugly. absolute blowouts mm-hmm. to the point where Draymond Green is saying they suck. Yeah. And the worst part is, and this is everybody wants to annihilate them because they've been annihilating everybody in the NBA Goliath for the last five years. It's going to be like when Tom Brady retires and everybody just wants to (laughs) crush the Patriots, even though they're without Tom Brady. Yeah, this is no different. I think the Warriors are going to have a a rough season of people giving them their best effort all the time. Yeah, even though they're not the best team in the NBA.
1: They remember you running up the score on them uh, two years, two years ago at home. Uh, in front of all their fans. Uh, so, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So you got them as a pretender?
0: I mean, yeah, a pretender in the sense that, I mean, they're definitely better than how they're playing. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're, you know, they're not they're definitely not a dominant team in the NBA by any stretch.
1: And for sure, I mean, the, um, the West is just so stacked, again. Like, they're going to be, and you mentioned that they're going to be getting a lot of people's best performances, but... When you're going up against other really, really good teams. like I mean, I mean,
0: they're 11th in the Western Conference right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Three games, week one. These things happen.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to see the scores of these games real quick because they were, they're were they not, like, close. Yeah,
1: yeah. Their defense looks very worrisome. Like, they're letting up a lot of easy baskets. Um, It's weird because Draymond is usually the heart of that defense, and obviously he's still playing. But I think it just goes to show how under valued not undervalued i mean I, I know they they love clay thompson out there but he was so good on both sides of the the ball yeah,
0: clay thompson is uh one of the three uh, five best two-way players yeah he'd shut down the other team's best player yeah and and draymond is also an elite defender so when you lose a great wing defender and replace him with d'angelo russell who's yeah i mean d'angelo russell's great yeah. and he went on a really nice hot streak you know the Instagram highlights were really great where he gets back-to-back threes
1: right but full game it's just not there yeah
0: yeah I'm not seeing it right now with them I'm trying to I I really want to see how bad they've been killed like every game but Mm -hmm. we can continue
1: all right let's uh talk about the Dallas Mavericks three and one this is my team, Terry. Yes, this is true. I already my know what this guy is.
0: guy is on Luca.
1: He looks unbelievable. Luca Him is... and Porzingis are, are working right now.
0: I'm telling you, I'm going to get rich off that Luca MVP bet. You I might made. be. Yeah. You might be. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: I, I know we're only one weekend, but I mean, they're three and one. They're playing some. Some good teams and they're winning. Yeah. I think yeah. they've been underdogs in most of their games and they've won three. Yeah, of them. which
0: is stupid. Look at this roster. I don't understand how any prognosticator didn't see that they were going to be a very good team.
1: I think a lot of people took in Kristaps, uh, he tore his ACL last year. Yeah. So I think that, that maybe they thought he was going to take a little bit of time to get going. Maybe halfway through the year, he would start looking like himself again. But I mean, hey. You.
0: I, y- they have a player, in my opinion, that is one of the. I have him in my top 10, Luca. And he'll just straight up take over a game. He's good at everything. Yeah. I mean, everything. So, Christops has the opportunity to kind of ease his way into the roster or into the games. Um, they are performing at such a high level with Luca on the. Ro- on the in, when Luca's in the game, they are dominating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When Luca and Christops are in the game, they're dominating when Luka's out of the game just with Kristaps, they're not dominating
1: they' they're hanging though at least
0: yeah they're they're down
1: they're down but they're not yeah. like they're not letting it get out of hand or anything no
0: but what I'm saying is Luca could will a team to wins especially when the roster around mm-hmm. them Dallas has built a very good roster and people weren't they were not considering the fact that the NBA switched from these super team things mm-hmm the two great players on one roster and great role pieces around them—that's what the entire league is looking right, looking like right now. And Luca and Porzingis are two dominant young players, Do, like dominant star players. I just I don't see like right now. Here's a hypothetical: Would you rather have LeBron and Anthony Davis or Luka and Porzingis for the next five years? Not for the next five or I next
1: mean, three. Oh, I mean. Hate to say, I mean, probably Anthony Davis. I think he's the best player in the in the NBA.
0: I'm not with you on I that know, one. I know, I know. I like Anthony Davis. He's soft. At Porzingis is soft, too. But when it comes down to LeBron or Luka, I'm taking yeah. Luka for the next three years. So yeah. what I'm saying is the Mavericks are only going to get better, too. So right now, I think the Mavericks are a very legit team. I had them in the playoffs before the season started. I think they're better than I thought they were. So... Let's mark that up as a big old C that's in the contender column.
1: Absolutely. So just the – re. oh, I'm sorry. Um, and then our last one, um, highly controversial, the Minnesota Twin Timberwolves, one of the last undefeated teams in the NBA,
0: 3-0. I, I, yeah, I have him as a pretender, um, and it's mostly because of Anthony Wiggins. That's, that's Car- the X factor. Yeah, Karl- Anthony Towns is a dominant, dominant, dominant player right now. He's bringing the ball up court sometimes. Yeah. He's a dominant player. He may win the MVP this season. Let's hope not for my money's sake. <laughs> uh, I think he's averaging, what, 32, 13, and 5?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's nasty. And I know you can see why the Celtics really wanted to trade for him yeah, <laughs> in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. But he's incredible. Now, I was saying earlier, two great players can win you some games when you have good role players around you. I don't think they have the role players around towns to win. And That's Wiggins true. is either hot, I'd say hot once every 10 games, and then terrible yeah. the nine games. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. How often is he going to hit four threes in a row? It's true. I
1: mean, you know, we always talk about Jason and Jalen
0: making that jump. Why can't Wiggins be the guy that makes that jump finally? He would have, yeah, well, finally is the key word. He yeah. would have needed to have done it two years ago. Yeah. I mean, the concern is Wiggins got a lot of money and then he ne- he's never really proven that he earned he deserves it. So okay. I just don't see them as a really great team. Anyway.
1: Gotcha. All right, so just a quick recap. Heat contender, Mavs contender, uh Hawks pretender, Raptors pretender, Warriors pretender and Timberwolves pretender. 2 out of 4. 2 out of
0: 6. <laughs> this so. just proves that I am such a negative <laughs> fucking person. <laughs> I wake up every morning willing wanting to crush dreams. I am really Really negative. <laughs> All right. Now let's go into the Celtics week one review. We'll do this somewhat quick because yep. everybody saw the games. Yes. Sixers. Rough.
1: Yes. Uh, I think the the length of the 76ers proved to give us a lot of problems. I think we only scored, what do we score, 80, 93 points or something? It says it on the... 93, yeah. 93 points against the 76ers. Um, and, you know, I think... Uh, defensively for us you know we're still getting to learn how we work as a defensive unit um, it w- w- uh, Williams uh, Robert or Grant. Ro- Grant Williams yeah he's been great this first week uh, he didn't get that much playing time the first game I don't think he would have solved too many issues against <laughs> seven yeah. foot Do you three. six six
0: Grant Williams on Embiid beat Horford
1: which is fair but um, you know I, 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 I take that that game as that loss as a, a learning experience for the whole team nothing's gonna be easy this year um and yeah it is it just is what it is
0: yeah they the problem with the first game was i so i take weird art classes in my free time yeah i you know like Kyrie, i am in fact a renaissance man (laughs) i'm kidding i'm talentless hack when it comes to art i just need something to keep me from going crazy (laughs) so shout out cambridge uh school or cambridge center of adult education i was taking a class called drawing in bars Uh, you know i paid 175 dollars to show up at a bar and draw people really creepy voyeur (laughs) shit anyway what i'm trying to say was my final class was on opening night i went i skipped it and i am so pissed i did because holy shit that game sucked and it wasn't just because of the celtics those referees, yeah, that was a slog. Yeah, I mean, what was happening? A
1: lot of the refereeing these fir- this first week has been awful. Like a lot very slow games. Yeah, ticky tack fouls. I feel on like both they're trying. They're
0: trying to break a dog in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been. I wouldn't say unwatchable, but it, it hasn't been. <laughs> hasn't been, it Has not been fun watching.
0: I would have rather drawn strangers <laughs> than watch that first game. That was awful, and I sat there and I took it. Yeah it felt like I was being punished for watching that game. Yeah, that was uneventful. So we lost. I had the Celtics winning that game. And you know what? I still think I was right. (laughs) I don't care what the score (laughs) says. I was right. They were getting... I mean, the refs were insane in that game. You, You can't take anything about that game... Seriously. Yeah. I mean, you really can't.
1: Jalen had four fouls early in the second quarter, and they, I think they were shooting free throws with like nine minutes to go I in the mean, second quarter too. I mean,
0: in defense, the Sixers also had a lot of foul trouble too. Right. So it's not like the Celtics were, you know,
1: getting uh, the away. Yeah,
0: uh, I don't want to be a green teamer. It, wasn't, it was even shittiness for the refs. Yeah. It wasn't just the Celtics getting killed mm-hmm. by the refs. So, I, I mean, I don't even take that game seriously. It's hard to even look at that and even – Imagine like that was awful. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I still think that you you were right. I was not. The Celtics yes. are going to have a lot of trouble matching up with a team that big. Yeah. And I I thought the Celtics would be able to just outshoot teams like that. And you know what? Maybe they can in the future. But la- that game, they could not hit a fucking shot. Mm-hmm. So. I think eventually maybe they can, but at this point, I, the Sixers just looked like a better team, even though the game was insufferable. Mm-hmm. I again, I felt like I <laughs> I was being tortured. Yeah, it was, it was like a, you know that the only reason I, I felt time. like I was clockwork orange, my eyes were just being held open because of this podcast, and I had to watch the fucking thing. I didn't want to watch it. The Terry. refs were just giving you drops. I wanted to go to my art <laughs> class anyway. Raptors home opener, stadium was electric. Uh, What do you think
1: it was a it was a uh, dogfight, as Marcus Smart would say, um, for most of the game. Uh, We were down, I think, what, 10 points at one point or in the third quarter, I think. I think we've been down quite a bit Uh, in every game. But here's the uplifting part. Last year, when we go down 10 or 15 points, the whole body language changed. Uh, shoulders were slumping, and we would go down and take a bad shot, and then they would come back down and put in. An... So yeah. it was nice to see us go down and then have an answer for once, for like first time in like the, the last year. Yeah. Um. We were down, and we we put together some some good runs. Kemba showed up in the fourth quarter, got some easy bu-
0: buckets yeah, at the but basket. I just want to say this: Kemba did show up in the fourth quarter, but everybody talking about how he was. I, I was listening to the radio broadcast, mm-hmm. and everybody was talking about how. You know, transcended his fourth quarter was. That was not a transcendent no, quarter. No. He was merely. He kept us alive though when we needed. Yeah, him to. oh for sure. But it's the, people. You know, people are trying to so hard sell me on Kemba in that game. I mm. I don't see it. Yeah. He was. What do you have? Eleven points. In, in the, the fourth? fourth, yeah. Which is pretty good. Not I mean, amazing. It's good, but like it's not nineteen. Yeah. Anyway, like here. back But to what you were saying. Uh,
1: but yeah, the Raptors and Celtics. That was a great game. Um, it was tough to watch. Again, it was the third quarter, and I'm just like watching, and I'm getting upset because I'm like. Is this the same thing? Is this is this what we're going to be doing all again like this whole year? High expectations for losing our home opener against the Raptors team who just lost their best player. Um, but they came back. They answered. They had a good fourth quarter. Good, great playing from Grant Williams when he came in. Started shutting people down. taking Not shutting them down, just making plays that helped the team. Oh, yeah. Offensive rebounds. Six offensive rebounds?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, Taking charges, setting good picks, and the refs were also screwing Grant Williams on calls too because he's a rookie. There were yeah. there were multiple calls in that game that should have gone his way, and they did not.
1: He's like a non flopping Marcus Smart, and he's ta- he's actually taken the contact. He should
0: flop. Yeah,
1: yeah, but uh, you, the refs start to learn what a fl- like if you if you have the reputation of a flopper, they're going to stop giving you those calls.
0: I don't know. Smart took a lot of charges in Philly.
1: That's true, but um, yeah, that was a great game. Um, I was happy with the result.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was happy with the result. Uh, we should have won the game. Yeah, uh, Jalen played incredibly. Mm-hmm. He finally looked like he deserved his money. Yep. Uh, again, though, the 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 Philly game, it, you can't even take any. No, any stock he played about. like twenty one minutes
1: or something. Yeah, but he
0: was really great against the Raptors. There are a few issues that are that are starting to worry me. Tatum can't make a layup. Yeah, I was. The gonna, time. I was
1: going to ask you about Tatum. Uh, I mean. Oh boy. Week one, what is he? I think the 21 for 61 through his first three games. He's taking a lot of shots. He's That's missed. like
0: me and my Y, my rec league. Dude. Yeah. I'm like, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean Christ.
1: it seems like
0: um I
1: mean with Tatum, it just seems like uh he's he's not he Not I don't want to say one dimensional with his offensive game. He can score a lot of different ways, but it seems like getting by his his defender he's having a really hard time with it a lot of the times he'll drive he'll like cuff the ball or something like with one hand that's and then
0: what he's, he did that last year and kept turning it over yeah
1: and i don't know why he thinks that's an, a good move but i am a little bit worried about tatum going forward i mean he's getting the thing is he's getting his points so I hope... he's
0: taking 22 exactly. shots anyone
1: anyone who takes 22 shots should, should score 20 points so this is why i'm worried about tatum Is like I just want him to take less shots. I don't need 22 shots out of him. I I'd, I think he'd be a lot more comfortable in the 16 to 17 shot range. And if you just eliminate some of those bad shots, for I know it's hey take better shots instead of bad shots. Yeah, anyone could say that, but you know if it's
0: that's and, what they drilled into his head all yeah, offseason.
1: I just think he thinks he's better than he is right now. I think he could get better, but I think he's he's like oh I haven't I haven't uh, shot in five possessions. It's my turn. You know, I, I hope he, he doesn't have that my turn um, ideal um, that, that, yeah. that thing in his head where it's like, I haven't shot in a few possessions. I, I'm going to take this next shot no matter what. With like 18 seconds on the shot clock, they just brought it over half court and he's just like, all right, my turn. Yeah, So I don't,
0: I don't want hero ball. I don't mind ISO every once in a while. My concern with Tatum right now is this. You're right about the whole carrying, you know, kind of, we're we're acting it out. We're on a podcast. Yeah. This is dumb. It yeah, cuffs it. Cuffs the ball <laughs> with one hand. And swings into the I think what's happening is Tatum is shocked at how easily he's getting to the to the basket.
1: Really? Okay.
0: He's getting there, you know, with regularity, he's just missing layups. So missing my layups, concern yeah. is
1: also It's like airballing some of
0: them too. It's kinda weird. There have been multiple occasions where he has drawn the wing defender in, who's usually on uh Hayward to help collapse on Tatum while he's about to get a layup. But since he's cuffing the ball, how can he pass it out? Sure. It's
1: true. It takes away...
0: Also, he's looking at the rim. He's not looking at his surroundings. Mm -hmm. And Jalen Brown used to do that too, but I've noticed this season he's actually been able to kind of pass the ball out of there. Maybe it comes with getting better, reaching your potential, Jaylen, yada, yada, yada. Jalen
1: looks better than he has the last two oh, years, yeah, for sure. No.
0: And he uh, it, Because Jalen used to, when he would take it to the hole, he was like a runaway train. Yeah, yeah. Now that's what Tatum's looking like. I know, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Tatum should watch some Jalen footage this <laughs> year. But the problem is he's taking 22 shots and he's only making like eight a game. Yeah,
1: which is worrisome. I mean, he's come
0: on. There have been games where he looks great from three because he's a good shooter. Yeah. But if you're going to take it to the basket that much, you got to make your layups in. And on top of that, here's my biggest issue: Gordon Hayward, easily the best player in the in the Philly game. Against the Raptors, he didn't get the ball enough. Yeah, I think personally, Hayward should be running the offense mm-hmm. when he's on the court. Yeah. I mean he should be the primary Remember
1: Kemba Like maybe not taking turns But
0: I mean know. Gordon is a better facilitator than Kemba mm-hmm. Gordon is dynamic off the pick and roll Kemba is a really great you know cutter on the pick and roll Yeah he can yeah He can operate because he he's a great shooter and he's, uh, and he's willing to pull up and shoot Yeah I think You know what I was realizing So I was watching Gordon kind of attack the basket Which is something we haven't had the opportunity to do as Celtics fans mm-hmm. yet Right because he was hurt And then last year he just didn't play well he reminds me it like Kawhi when he attacks the basket it's methodical mm-hmm. it's kind of it's it's pre-planned seemingly he knows what he's going to do he moves mm-hmm. slow with purpose and then he gets to the basket it's not like another player who just ba- like Russell Westbrook who just barrels to the basket right Gordon is willing to like hezy yeah he's willing to kind of just sit back and then go in yeah So I I really think Gordon should be getting more – I mean, more shots. Hey, Tatum, give Gordon three shots. You shoot 16, 18 times. Gordon shoots 14. Yeah,
1: and Gordon, he's driving to the basket a lot more this year. I think he was averaging like five – uh drives to the basket last year he's already doubled it through the first three games I mean yeah he I mean he he, he definitely has that confidence he's still not yamming it he's he he always, he settles, for dunks, the, but yeah. he always settles for the layup or something like that but. I mean
0: Mar- I think Marcus Smart threw him an alley-oop yeah and the old I mean Gordon Hayward was known for his baseline alley-oops yeah
1: before he broke his ankle
0: <laughs> yeah before his life exact. was nearly ruined yeah uh he caught the ball and it looked I thought for a second he was gonna reverse dunk it on an alley oop yeah. and, and it would have been fucking crazy. Yeah. The the stadium would have gone nuts. But even on the bad alley oop pass, I don't know if you saw this, he caught it kicked it out, and he like kinda just grabbed it and winged it around the defender to the corner. Yeah, I think it was to Tatum in the corner. Yeah, and then Tatum hit Brown, I believe. Yeah. Um who then hit a three. Yes. So it was a hockey assist. I don't know. I think Gordon has looked great. I think he should be running the offense whenever he's on the court, or at least seventy-five percent of the time. For sure. And I think eventually Brad will do that. Yeah. Knicks
1: game, weird game. Yeah, it was it was close halfway through the third quarter, and then we just we hit a we hit our, our we put our
0: foot on the gas, and we just ran away with it. It was kind of what we were saying earlier. They have some great veteran players. Yeah. I mean, they score. Yeah. And they could probably keep a game tight through halftime, especially early in the year. Everyone thinks yeah. they can win. Also, early in the R.J. Year. Barrett looks great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, the third overall pick for sure. And uh, again, Grant but Williams. the number one overall recruit when he left high school. Again, rivals in high school recruiting I think is more accurate than how you play in college. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Um, yeah, Grant Williams, I mean, he was your guy at the, before, on our first podcast. He's like, this. he's going to be great for us. And I yeah. didn't believe you, but through three games, he's he's slowly making me a believer. And I
0: think what I said was that I think Grant Williams is going to p- play with the veteran players. Right. You know, I think there are going to be times when he f- goes in with Smart and he plays with the other the, the big four. Right. Which is what they did. And he looked great in doing it. Yeah.
1: He does a lot of the gritty stuff. Yeah, that's all and that's what you need. You need that yeah. guy. You need the shot will come. Like you we only want you to take open threes when it when it you know, when the ball comes to you yeah. when you're open. Um or, you know, obviously if you're under the basket or something like that, put it up. But he's just, you know, again, offensive rebounds, taking charges, making the right pass. And he kind
0: of reminds me of a cross of Leon Poe and Jared Sullinger.
1: Yeah, uh, he's a way he's a better Jared Sullinger. He's he's what yeah. we were hoping Jared Sullinger would be. Yeah. As of three th- I know it's three games. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, that's what I'm saying he is right now. Yeah. You,
0: you could see grit in three games. You could see will to mm-hmm. get offensive rebounds. That's not going to change. Right. That's just who he is. Yeah, he's just
1: a thick boy. Like That guy oh, can yeah. box out he, he, uh, like, with thick the best of them. two C's
0: thick. Yeah. I mean, in six, you were right. So you said six offensive boards? Yeah. That's tough to do when you're 6'6, six, 6'7 six, six, and playing center. The, but the issue is it event it will create problems like he can't get on the court against Philly. Right. And speaking of which, speaking of freakishly long and big teams, <laughs> we got the Bucks tonight. Yes. What do you think's going to happen?
1: Um, you know, we were talking about earlier how we're going to struggle with big teams. Um, they got Giannis Antetokounmpo, 6'11", 6'10", 6'11". Yeah. Um, Brooke Lopez over 7 feet. Uh, I don't know who else they got. They got both
0: Lopez's. Oh,
1: yeah, they do have both Lopez's. So, um, I think we're gonna. It depends. I don't know. It's it's in Boston, so we at least have home court advantage. Um, Bucks were the you know they're they're the number one seed in all of basketball last year for a reason. They have Giannis who drives to the hoop and then kicks it out to one of the four three point shooters that they. Who
0: in the hell is gonna cover Giannis on the Celtics? Exactly. Exactly. Uh Horford was our somewhat answer. Yeah. He, they he Horford held Horford
1: and uh Shemi. He held um Giannis to what, twenty four points a game last year. So um, you know, uh I don't think we really have an answer for Giannis tonight. I don't uh, think anybody in the league does. Right. Um I think we're gonna throw him a lot of different looks. Tice, semi, um, Bob Williams, maybe even a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean maybe see how Jalen
0: does yeah. in the starting lineup. Yeah. I mean I don't Tatum or Jalen, we'll see. But yeah. The main issue was like last year I said once they added Lopez it was going to change the entire dynamic of their team right specifically when it comes to rebounding because they went because Lopez is known as a great box out right. artist and that's and what happened and then he developed a three ball out of nowhere yeah. and he's just good at it and
1: what we really struggled with against Philly was uh the tap out rebounds like uh, just one of the giants on philly just getting up there smacking the ball back yeah. to the oh, top yeah. of the key and getting the ball back so I mean, that's where we're gonna I struggle the
0: shortest player on philly is what six six yeah six, seven, for the, starters, in the starting for sure lineup. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so I think we're going to have a lot of trouble with that, especially like with uh, Brooke and Giannis just getting a hand on the ball and popping it back out to Bledsoe and getting a fresh 14 seconds to make their offense work. Yeah. So,
0: so I, I mean, I have trouble thinking the Celtics are going to win this game.
1: Yeah. As a predict prediction, I actually think we are going to lose. I don't. I hate. You know. I'm not going to be biased and think Celtics are going to win every game. And I actually think we're going to get kind of. I wouldn't say destroyed. But I think we're gonna lose by maybe eight to ten points or so. maybe eight eight plus. So I am yeah. gonna, uh, gonna have I'm gonna take Bucks like uh one one fifteen to like one oh three or something like that.
0: If we're gonna win this game, we need Gordon Hayward to go the fuck off. Right. Go right. off. And if he does that and we hit other shots, you know, if we hit threes in like bushels, mm-hmm. we'll win the game. Yeah. Otherwise, the only way we win this game is if we let Giannis get twos and we hit threes. Yeah,
1: that's it. And Giannis is hitting threes now, so we don't we don't even is know. he
0: is he really? He's hit a few this year already. Mother of God! I know, dude. I know. That's like leagues on fire. Predator out dude. <laughs> predators out here with his laser eye and he's gonna murder everybody. It's just the heat that the body Jesus detection. Christ! They need to rename the guy. I mean, yeah. freak freak isn't even enough anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but that's the thing. We need to hit threes. If we don't hit threes, we lose. That's that's it. Just that's the meat inside, of the game. Scoring inside is going to because be we're tough. not going to start stop Giannis at yeah, all. Yeah. Zero chance. Yeah. I don't see it. So we need to. We just need to hit threes, <laughs> and then we got the Knicks.
1: And then the Knicks at home in, in Boston again on Friday night, seven thirty.
0: Yeah, seven thirty.
1: Um, you know we we took care of them again. It was a close game up until the third quarter, and then we blew them out. Um, so I, I can only expect this to go one way and that's the Celtics to blow them out the entire game this yeah week. that's what I think uh, I'd imagine the spread for that is probably going to be like Celtics minus 10 or so yeah, I didn't even I haven't seen it yeah so I, I um yeah I mean it's hard to say but I, I mean it's hard to not it's hard to pick the Knicks in this situation so I think the Celtics are going to have to you know really come back because I again I think we're going to lose tonight but Obviously, you know, but, uh, you know, they might beat the Knicks. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's safe to say they're going to beat the Knicks. If yeah. they don't beat the Knicks, then Houston, we have a problem. That's true. That's anyway, Celtic, we got the – you and I both think they're going to lose to the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I yes. need Gordon to go off tonight. Yep. I need Tatum to not take dumb layups. I need Gordon to get the ball. I need Gordon to score. I need Kemba, Kemba to, to Kemba. work off Gordon. We need to hit threes, 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 threes. Bucks are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're going to smoke the Knicks. So, anyway, that's our podcast. That's Kick It Out podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Devin Sean. I'm, I'm Terry Samaras. Let's go. Peace. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.